You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Featuring our podcast, One More Thing. So we're headed out on vacation. Somehow I got in my mind the... Uh, my uh, kids my age, and particularly the ones I'm not, not that healthy, the idea of actually going anywhere for any length of time or doing anything is not on the table. So I was thinking of uh, best vacations I've ever had or what mm. vacations used to be like. One thing in particular about them, and I've got a number of vacations that, that were just freaking fantastic, but I used to, when I would go on vacation, I would get this feeling of freedom that I never get, never got any other way or ne- and never been able to replicate it in any other way. Maybe you just can't. Maybe it's a... Uh... I've talked to other people who say they can. They can get there just by, you know, sitting in a coffee shop, having a cup of coffee. Really? Getting the headspace of, you know, just live. If you're in the moment, mm. you're as completely free of responsibility, as obligation as you are, as you can be in that moment. I just don't have the ability to get there. No. Do you? No, that's not where I live. I'm a warrior. I, I, I'm, and for you, the the act of going on vacation would kind of activate that for you. Oh, 100%. And it's a, it's, like, it's a physical feeling. It's not even just a mental state. I get a tingling in my body that I can only get when I do that. That's how people end up buying ill-advised real estate sometimes, because they think that the place that they are is just such a right. wonderland that that's why they feel so joyful. And uh, it, it was more you know, about if you were working there, you'd feel just like you do working where you work. <laughs> it was more about running away from your responsibilities than it was this location and that you find yourself in now. At least to a large extent. Yeah. 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 I can be like if I were if I were headed out today, because we're on vacation here in like the next fifteen minutes and I will go home to all the tasks I normally have and probably work harder than I normally do over the next week. But um, if I were going on vacation like I used to, where I would just go get on my motorcycle and head out somewhere, first place I stop for gas. I'm at a gas station somewhere. I'm just, I'm like walking on air. I'm just tingling with the excitement of freedom of no responsibility. Mm. It's just, oh, there's nothing special happening. I'm at a freaking gas station. I can do whatever I want. And I just, I can't replicate that. I wish I could. I know, I know that you're supposed to be able to. You need to be able to, to like relax and, and check out now and then, but I can't. I just can't do it. Is that uh, that feeling at the gas station, how you almost cracked your head open? Because <laughs> you was, thought you could float over the, uh, the gas hose? That was tripping over the gas hose. And you caught your foot. Was. You didn't float high enough. <laughs> no, I was in Buffalo, New York. Wow. It's another place I've never been. Beautiful <laughs> Buffalo. Rochester? Oh, I repeatedly. On, I was on my way to Toronto. And uh, getting gas. I was coming back from Toronto. Mm. How did you find Toronto? Oh, beautiful. Just freaking gorgeous. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fantastic. Did you go to that junkie part of town where all the junkies lay around with their needles? No, I did not. Their scabs? (laughs) Why would I do that? You didn't want to see the scabs? (laughs) Scab town, I think. But if you haven't heard the story, I was stepping over the gas hose. You know, you put gas in. Right. I want to go over there. Right. Wipe off your windshield or what yeah. have you. Yeah. And I don't know what happened next because I, I hit my head so hard that it erased that part. My assumption is that I my foot got caught in that. And then when I fell, I hit my head on the cement so hard. And the next thing I know, I've got blood in my eyes. Oh, my. And I'm pushing myself up off the pavement. And my watch had come off and my glasses had come off. And I didn't know what had happened. Oh, that's a confusing uh, oh, yeah. moment. I had no that? idea what had happened. Yeah. And uh, then I, fi- I figured, puzzled out, that I must have tripped and fallen and hit my head on the cement. And the blood wasn't that bad. I just hit the front of my head on the cement. So it wasn't very bad. But yeah, I didn't okay. know what was happening. Wow. Do you know how long you were out? No. It couldn't Blink have been very long. Or... Yeah. 
because there were people around, and like surely somebody would have run over or called nine one one or well, something. Well, and your watch was still. Oh there. yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So probably just like I don't know, a second. Half second. I don't yeah, that's, that's a terrible story. I still can't step over a, a hose at a gas station, though. I don't I put now, it in, and I kind of just, uh, I'm going to walk around. Go the right. long way. Yeah. Yeah, an you older man. <laughs> you can't lift your foot as high as you used to be able to. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I just wish I could replicate that feeling of, of just relaxation and freedom and checking out that some people get through meditation or, or mind control or something. Video I games, that's what does it for do me. It. Does it? <laughs> I, I When I jump... In the and I'm playing like if I'm playing Street Fighter with, against my friend, all I'm focusing on is I got to beat my friend. And the other kind of you know, oh, you got to file that paperwork, and no, oh, you're you, you needed to get in touch with the rental office, and oh, I'm not thinking about any of that sort of stuff. So it's it's kind of just me being in the moment. I'm not sure mm. if it's exactly the same thing, but it it's where a lot of my fun comes from. Yeah, I think I probably get that feeling Friday afternoons when I'm playing golf, so I don't have to worry about a, sh- a radio show the next morning. Uh, there's often uh, alcohol involved. Well, <laughs> Which and you're, doesn't hurt. And you you got to be focused. I mean, especially because uh, a few dollars uh, go back and forth in these golf games I play. So you got to be focused. So it, it pushes everything else out, and it's liberating. But, uh, yeah, vacationing, I'm super excited about it. Uh, it's going to be fun. I will probably spend more time thinking about my concerns over the next week than I do during regular weeks because I have more time to be around. Kids, family, household duties. Right, right. Yeah, and honestly, there's a uh, there's an element of doing the radio show, especially before uh, cell phones were a thing, mobile phones. Because um, you'd come in here, we were focused on this for four hours, and the rest of the world kind of goes away. Mm-hmm. And then you remember, oh, that's right, I got it this, and my wife's mad because of that, and the kid is sick, and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> But now, now the beauty of mobile phones is my wife can text me and remind me that she's mad, for instance. <laughs> That's hilarious. That is true, though, because I get that, too. Henry just whatever. Right. I, that My dad wouldn't have found out about it until he got home. Right. I he's, get he's in the middle of closing the big deal. <laughs> I get in the middle at work, so, yeah. Well, whatever. Yeah, I shouldn't tell this story. I don't know, that Michael. Means you story? should. <laughs> I don't know. What do you think, Michael? Should I? Or should if it makes you grin? Leave it in. All right. So my kid, uh, mm, mm, my kid is renting a place in the town where she lives uh, for college with several of her uh, uh, friends and acquaintances, and we're paying the rent, and then we get repaid by the parents and/or the kids, whoever's covering rent. Hmm. Um, just for simplicity's sake, and that's the way the landlord preferred it. You hit him with a transaction fee, convenience fee, oh, convenience fee. Yeah. yeah, that's it. You're in you charge of my business con- dealings. You know what would right be out. convenient if you gave me twenty extra dollars? Yeah. That would really <laughs> be, be convenient. Great. There is a small <laughs> service fee, or just be like the uh, what was it? AT and T. Who got busted for just tacking on like thirty four cents? Yeah. to everybody's bill times millions of customers and the rest of it. But anyway, but there's. <sighs> There is a serious language barrier with the real estate agent slash property manager. And dealing with him is just a nightmare. And I'm getting better at understanding what he's trying to tell me, but it's still not very good. And they're keeping in these dumb problems with the transfer of the funds. And Judy just happened to text. We have a three-way conversation, my daughter, my wife, and I. And 
And so I'm getting like unintentional updates on this situation. I'm getting more and more frustrated as I watch it. But this guy's probably a good guy. Seems to be. And and listen, I've never moved to live in a, a country that has a completely different language. I mean, I I moved to, say, Germany or like, uh, well, France would be tough. But, you know, a language that shares some common roots with English and stuff like that, I probably do okay. I moved to China. I'm helpless. Oh, yeah, sure. You can, I can get around Mexico. So, but so this get guy, around China? No I, way. I admire this guy's courage and and what he's done taking on this challenge in his life. On the other hand, I can't understand a friggin' word. <laughs> so anyway, yeah. I've had doctors like that. I mean, it's That's cru- no good. It's crucial information. I can't freaking understand you. That is not good. No. I've had professors like that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I dropped a class because I couldn't understand the professor. What am I supposed to do? I can't understand two-thirds of the words he says. Right. Uh, There's nothing I can do about that. I've always struggled with advanced mathematics, and I've told this story on the air before, but uh, the one calculus class I took in college, I ended up dropping it. Teacher, sure, he was a nice fellow. But the whole thing, if you've ever taken calculus, is you got these complicated uh, equations and stuff with all the variables that have letter names. And he would say... X, S, X, and H sounded like this. S, S, H. H, H, H. H, H, H. And I would say, I, I, God, never mind. I just gave up. I'm giving up. Now I'm quitting. <laughs> Goodbye. I think it was about two weeks in. I, said, I took one test, and I, I think he thought maybe I'd died halfway through it or something. <laughs> Are you having trouble with the class? He asked me in his charming accent. And I said, oh, yeah. I say I am. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah, I am. Oh, well, what are you going to do? That's a bad feeling. Oh, uh, yeah, it was miserable. That was the it was fir- helpless. It's probably a good thing to have happen because school was relatively easy for me, and it was the first time I'd ever been put in a position where I just couldn't hang. Humbling. And, and it was, yeah, it was, oh, so this is what it feels like to just be lost, know you're in over your head. <laughs> it's just, that was rough. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, that's why Elon Musk wouldn't hire me to launch the SpaceX rocket. Check out the great new swag like the new masks at armstrongandgetty.com. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. I, I, I completely embrace the idea of why would you let your tongue make your health decisions for you? Uh, I get oh, yeah. that. Especially given the evil science that's gone into making foods too irresistible. Yeah, I get that. But um, just, just don't tell me, you know, your gluten-free brownies are a substitute for brownies. They don't taste anything like a brownie. So what are we doing here? What sort of weird Kafka-esque, <laughs> strange... You're discrediting your own agenda by telling me this is better than it is. And the, well, right. And I don't know why we don't go with more of a... With all these different kinds of uh, uh, replace food thingies. Is you just you can't eat brownies anymore. And I would say, oh, okay. I'll That's be fine. Too bad, yeah, I'll yeah. be fine. But I'm, I, I realize there are going to be some sacrifices with this. That's the problem. Everything is presented as sacrifice-free. Almost all <laughs> diets right. are presented as sacrifice. No, you can still eat donuts. You can still. Why don't you just say to people, you can't eat these things anymore? Like, oh, well, I wish I could, but I can't. That's, that's the way life is sometimes. You can continue to eat your favorite foods, <laughs> just in portions fit for a mouse. <laughs> 
Quit or, lying to me. Or in such a way that they don't taste anything like the food tastes, which again, we're in some sort of, sort of weird Kafka-esque imaginary. So it's round and looks kind of like a donut. So it's a donut, even though it doesn't taste anything like a donut. It doesn't fulfill any of the needs I have for eating a donut. Right. So what's the point? Yeah. Why don't we just decide you can't have brownies? If, don't, if brownies were for looking at, it would make sense, but they're right. for eating. Yeah. Now, I do understand this. Maybe some people can make some uh, gluten-free brownies that are that actually do taste like a brownie. Well, we'll see. I'm going to stop at a bakery on the way home today as our household is going gluten-free to see if that does my son any good. That, the one I got to figure out how long you need to do it for it to be a good test. Doctor said a month. Is it really? You really have to do it for a month? I say two days. I was thinking until dinner. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, a month seems like a long time, but I'll look into it. I would do like a month or two. Like, is it oh, or two? Body, body chemistry takes a while to actually change. Mm, that makes sense. Oh, Craig, the Obamacare lawyer, the uh, healthcare guru, read the book Wheat Belly a couple of years ago, I think it was. It was a big, big, giant hit health book about uh, the evils of, of wheat and gluten and and domestically produced grains, and mm. that, that that's not what human beings were designed to eat, mm. and it has all sorts of terrible effects. And man, he was a religious zealot about that for a little while. I haven't checked back with him on it, if he's stuck with it or what. But the arguments made sounded pretty good to me. But just the beast, you know, you can't. Uh, wh- when was the dawn of uh, the agricultural era? Is that like ten thousand years ago, or? Can't remember. Long time. Ago. But it's it's the blink of an eye in the total sure. existence yeah. of, of oh, yeah. Homo sapien. Yeah. Um, and so the argument is, yeah, we're not designed to do that, and it screws you up in all sorts of different ways. But most of us seem to be okay. No, you're not. You're absolutely not. And you're miserable. Prior to the last, like, 30 years, we weren't all obese. So you're unhealthy. Pro- so what was the problem? You're, look at you. You're fat. Life expectancy is, like, quintuple. stupid. Your jokes suck. It's all because of wheat. Aside from the recent obesity <laughs> craze, I don't see any problem. Well, yeah, you and look at a picture recent. from the 1940s, they seem to be doing just fine. Or the 1970s. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah. Anyway. Yeah, I, uh, I'll i never forget going to a vintage clothing store. And this is, <laughs> I was probably 5'11 and 185 pounds, something like that. Okay. Um, in, in decent shape. But. What are you what, now, for uh, instance? Well, just mind idea. your own business. <laughs> I just, yeah, what year was I don't this? Know yeah, if, what the hell do you I don't care? actually know if that's more or less than you weigh now. Oh, try yeah, to that's, that's uh, about 15 pounds less than I weigh right okay. now. I weigh right around 200 pounds. Um, and, and I became aware that the average waist size back in the day, I was looking at, like, cool suits to wear on stage, uh, something, you know, Frank Sinatra would have worn or, or you know, uh, uh, Sammy Davis, just the kind of shiny material, skinny lapel, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, look, the average waist size for grown men was like 28. Yeah. I mean, people were tiny. Go to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Uh, you see, like, Keith Richards' stage outfits from the early days of the Stones. He and his model girlfriend would exchange clothes. He was so tiny, so thin. Yeah, well, he was a heroin addict also. <laughs> well, there's that. <laughs> that helps. But if you're looking for weight control, there's nothing like smack. <laughs> So the yeah, troubles are gluten and heroin. Yeah, we're uh, we're we're a big people mm. these days. But let me know how it goes. I, I don't. I'm dreading it. I got to admit, I, I am naturally allergic to anything hip. 
Yeah, I know. Or popular I know. among softheads. I had to fight that when we were talking to the doctor and they're suggesting it. I sh- I can't reject this just because I know there's a hipster gluten thing out there. I mean, that's the majority of what's driving gluten is it's just a fad. There are people who have a problem with it. Right. But not that many. Right. And it didn't happen all of a sudden that all of a sudden everybody can't eat gluten. And uh, But the people who are helped by giving it up are helped by giving it up. So sure. you have to get past your disgust. Yeah. Not trying it because it's because I'm trying to be anti-hip or whatever you even call it uh, is as dumb as doing it for the reasons they're doing it for. Right. Right. Certainly if it would help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll uh, look forward to your updates on that. I like not thinking about eating, though. Of course, that's what a lot of people do, and that's how you end up fat. It's just I don't want to think about it. I want to think. I don't. Want, I don't want to think about what the grams of this or gluten that or. Mm. I just. I just want to eat it. Yeah, I know. and get on with my life. Yeah, I got I other things to do. <laughs> I don't want to weigh it. I don't want to look at the ingredients on the side. I don't want to, have to Google anything. Scan it into your app and right. figure out, is this one-fifth of a portion or one-quarter? Right. The... I don't want to do any of those things. Yeah, stuff That's works. why I wash myself with a rag on a stick. <laughs> <laughs> All that stuff is a pain in your increasingly large ass. There's <laughs> no way to live, son. Mm. Jack Armstrong's first gluten-free Thanksgiving. Ooh. No mashed potatoes. Tofurky. The best masks I've seen, and they say Armstrong and Getty on them. You can get one at armstrongandgetty.com. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. Uh, anywho, so we were talking about uh, 4chan came up on the show with the whole uh, the boogaloo. boogaloo movement. Is uh, Somebody texted that that's a 4chan creation and it's kind of like Pepe the Frog and it's it's not real, but it's to just jerk around people. But if if super right-wing extremists buy into it and they're doing it anyway, it's, it's real. You know, none of that really matters. The Comet Pizza um, thing could have been a joke, but people took it seriously. Yeah, yeah. so but anyway... My uh, my point was is 4chan is that on the regular internet or is that on the dark net? Do I can I get out can I just Google 4chan and I'm on there? Yeah, I believe so. Website? Yeah, I think so, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been on it. As I, I have recall. not. Uh, that maybe safe, somebody sent me links. Is that a safe place to go? Not really. But it's on the regular internet. Yeah. Well, um, and there are other ones too. 8chan is big now cuz somebody cracked down on 4chan or something. I can't remember. Has anybody here been on the dark net before? Uh-uh. And, no. and and how Never. do you get on there? Never. You need when you used to get all those downloaded movies. You weren't getting that off the dark net, Michael. No, not no, those, at all. Those are just like torrent sites. Yeah, you just got them to confess to a crime. What are you doing? Entrapping people? <laughs> what are you, the law? <laughs> well, that was strictly like a tale. I, remember, with, that was strictly a tale I told for amusement. You know, it wasn't necessarily true. I'm like right. the, the FBI with Michael Flynn. I act like we're friends. I just ask some questions. I yeah, just we just got to clear up a couple of loose ends. So you talked <laughs> to old Kisley. You used to download you? a lot of movies and then sell them out of the trunk of your car, didn't you? Yeah, no, the, yeah. Those are good times. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> the dark web, in my view, is much more about 
buying you know, guns without a serial number on them or don't need that uh if if you're in the human trafficking certainly or, don't need that and i don't need heroin yeah yeah drugs by mail um now some people are on there because they don't trust the government and they do their money stuff that way right i i don't know about that no. if that's true okay. um i thought the I, bitcoin I originally was a dark web thing I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I think there's overlap. There's over mm. the people on the dark web like the fact the the notion of a decentralized thing, particularly because Bitcoin is often the coin of the realm of the dark web. Right. If you're going to buy something yes. on dark web, okay. Yeah. Now I get that. But I remember we've talked about this in the past, and we've gotten emails and texts from people. People text me, said, "Hey, Jack, come over to my house sometime. I'll show you how to get on the dark web. It's easy. It's real easy, and I'll show you how to. It's wild. You can. I just I'm scared. I'm mm. scared of that sort of thing." And, Mm. I feel like I feel like I would need to have a burner computer yes. to do that. Yeah, and I hear hook you. it up, you know, at a Starbucks or something, so it's not my Wi-Fi. Various VPNs protecting your 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 own personal internet information. Yeah, I tread carefully would be my my advice. Yeah, yeah, because you don't know what you don't know, and that's a lot, right? So yeah, I don't. I'm mildly curious, I guess, but I'm I'm more than well acquainted with the. Uh, the impulses of humanity, well, there's whether not... libertarian or sick or violent or sexual or whatever. Yeah, I'm, I've I've seen it. I'm fine. Yeah, I'd rather retreat to my my walled you know compound in the woods and watch the squirrels cavort than further explore that. Well, how would you describe if anybody's listening right now? I don't know what 4chan is. How would you describe 4chan? Uh, it's it's um unedited, very strongly worded uh, politics and discussions and stories and theories and so and often uh, alleged inside sources have told me that blah 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 um it's just super uncurated wild west political social discussion and do they have a goal I or I they just, spent a lot of time there. are they just trolls or do they have a political agenda Depends. Both. A lot of the people are perfectly serious. It's like, what is Reddit? Well, it depends on which subreddit you're on. 4chan's like an extreme, unmoderated Reddit. Um, Because the anarchist types, um, they they don't believe there should be any state power. It all should be voluntary. Um, We get together and police ourselves with everything. Right. So they don't like any state power. So is that a 4chan goal or is it just it's all kinds of different things you're saying? I don't 4chan doesn't have a goal. Okay. The people who use 4chan do. And those will de- vary depending on if you go to, you know, I'm like, not even smart enough to understand. I can't I'm it's I like a little I'm, bit like uh so do people on telephones want anarchy? Is what you're asking. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's a good description right there for yeah. the dumb for me. Mm-hmm. Well, the admiringly simple so do people who Admirably. use the postal Admirably. service? Admiral? So yes, here, sir. So it's, I, I Googled what is 4chan. And it, so 4chan is an anonymous English language image board. So that's the big thing. So it's Reddit with anonymity. So you can go on there and you can post all sorts of stuff and it's it doesn't get linked to you and it's anonymous. And so you can. And so there would be like uh, threads that are about politics but threads that are about 4chan host boards dedicated to a wide variety of topics from anime to video games music literature literature fitness politics sports among others so they all have these different subgenres. but since it's not the dark web when i'm on it google's getting all my information of which one of those site uh, the threads i'm on and everything like that they're keeping track of it right it depends on your browser and everything yeah, but in, yeah. in theory yeah that, that's possible hmm 
I just assume anything I do on the internet is kept in a file somewhere. I do too. So I wish we didn't have to talk about this part of the holiday season, but it's just true. There's always a rise in break-ins during the holidays, and it's why Simply Safe Home Security is having this huge holiday sale right now. 50% off any Simply Safe system with a free security camera. Now, you've heard us talk about Simply Safe, and part of the reason it's called Simply Safe is it's simple to use, it's simple to set up. Uh, it takes you about 30 minutes to set it up. It's super easy. You can do it yourself. But you might think, well, okay, it's kind of a light version of security then no it's it's the best in fact it's the best home security of 2020 according to u.s news and world report it won the cnet editor's choice for home security and was named best of 2020 by forbes and popular mechanics so it's great you set it up in 30 minutes then the security specialists take over monitoring your home around the clock ready to send emergency help the moment there's an alarm get 50 percent off simply safe plus a free security camera today by visiting simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Deal expires Friday. simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. The only thing yeah. I want from the dark web is, like, access to uh, pharmaceuticals that it's a pain to get prescribed. You know, I just like, I'm, I'm a pretty responsible guy with what I put in my body. I always have been, even during my wild youth. Um, when I put some things in my body, perhaps you don't approve of, my <laughs> friends. Gerbils! <laughs> Jack had yes. some sort of allergic reaction there. Yes, but vaccinated and <laughs> shampooed gerbils. Yes. And with consent. Right. Right. Excuse me, do you mind if I... I think that was a yes. So, anyway, <laughs> where were we? Uh, <clears throat> that's a disgusting and horrifying notion. Ah, uh, blah, blah, blah. Oh, like, you know, because I... Uh, I uh, I got I got a little pain when I when I do stuff. Arthritis and... and I don't want to just be hammering down ibuprofen all the time. And I don't want, like, super powerful prescription stuff all the time. Just sometimes I need, you know, maybe a couple of Norcos. Something like that. Just and, a little, just you, take it up a notch. And you can't get a prescription for them? Um, it'd be a pain. And, and I give it's all, all regulated and everything. Yeah. Did I give all my Norcos to Marshall? I have a giant bottle of them. I either gave well, to Marshall. Well, you sold or... a bunch to high school kids, as I recall. <laughs> oh, there you go, Michael. I got them back for you. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. I appreciate it. <laughs> um, I might still have that giant bottle from... Uh... I think I have some left over from my last surgery. I don't like the idea of uh, getting addicted to the stuff, obviously. And honest to God, the constipation is so horrific. Um, I react to it like, <laughs> like I've had a cork inserted. It's just terrible. But that and the, what was the other one I was thinking of the other day? And then if you get addicted, you're down at the Greyhound station and things go south right. quickly. Is there something like, and I know the answer, is there something like an anti-anxiety thing you don't have to like take for weeks and build up in your system? Yeah, alcohol is the answer. Whiskey. Yeah, exactly. A cocktail. Um, I'd like that. I'd like just a mild relaxing. No, okay. <laughs> Alcohol. We solved it. I, I would like a mild relaxant. Yeah. It's like my son's on this new drug that we just started, and it's really like heavy-duty hardcore. Uh, we get really keeping an eye on him for um, uh, side effects because this is strong, strong drug. Yeah. And But it takes one to three months Ugh. for it to oh. kick in. Oh. And so, you know, how do you know... Three months from now, if it's doing any good or not, and then the, the coming off of it process, if it does or doesn't, or that's when the side effects kick in. But that's that's the trouble with so many drugs. Is, 
is a uh, you know you know like you said you want something that you don't have to build up to yeah or or taper off if you want to quit and the side effects aren't too nasty yeah there are almost no drugs that have uh, no cost in terms of your physical what's well, the side effect of alcohol drinking with ugly people <laughs> sleeping with ugly people that's the yeah. side effect well yeah isn't that so good for you um believe we would call that lack uh, decreased judgment okay yeah, plus I just, you know, like golf. I don't want to drink my way around the golf course anymore. It's not good for me. It's too much. But isn't it fun? Yes. Don't you want to have fun? Yes. And it <laughs> makes me play better. And then I win money. So I'm having fun and making money. That sounds I don't want like... to do it anymore. Oh, okay. I know me. It's hard to stop things that are fun. And money makers. Yeah. yeah. See, it's profitable and it's fun. My kids are raised. Huh. Maybe I'll just keep doing it. Yeah. I can just see the cliff, though. You know what I mean? I can see the cliff. And what's the cliff look like? Mm, there's land, then there's no land. <laughs> <laughs> but is it I a picture it now? But are there rocks on the bottom or just like a, a firm, uncomfortable, but firm mattress that you would land on? Oh, I don't know. I, I, I'm told repeatedly that, uh, especially with my hypertension, which is treated pretty successfully at this point, but that. You know, alcoholism, drinking, excessive drinking can make that worse, which raises your risk of a stroke. Mm. And I'd really like to not have a stroke. How much can you drink and still play well, though? Because I could never, I mean, I would, like most people, after a couple of drinks, I'm better than I am completely sober, but quickly go into I'm not better. So I just, it was never a net win for me. If I was going to play a whole round of golf, I couldn't. It's a running joke with uh, several of my friends and I that, to win tournaments, we have a nurse travel with us and constantly check our blood alcohol level to keep it in the perfect zone. Right. Because you're right. That's what I talk about staying on top of the wave. If you go too far, um, actually, sometimes your ball striking still turns good. But to not get too golfy on you folks, you go over that line, all of a sudden you start hitting 15-foot putts 30 feet or four feet. <laughs> And your putting touch just goes to hell. But that's a that's a weird thing, and it shows you how much of it is mental with sports, and why probably people that are really good at sports, um, they have the ability to do this without being drunk. Um, playing darts, playing pool, playing golf, bowling, all of them after a couple of drinks, I'm way better. So mm-hmm. clearly, I'm being held back by my own doubt. Right. And really good athletes have a way to eliminate that doubt. They have the confidence. They don't they just don't have that doubt. Right. Or they're not psychologically made that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I've read a fair amount about it because I'm I'm you know, I'm a pretty good golfer. I've shot even par a number of times and stuff like that. I can't anymore. Or I haven't for a long time, partly because of physical problems. But I I almost have to have a couple of drinks to play like that. Because I'm so aware of everything that's happening in my swing all the time. And that's no way to swing a golf club. You're doomed if you're like that. Um, and uh, and so, yeah, to be able to turn that off is is really important. I, of course, a lot of NBA players play high all the time, though. So Right. Yeah, that's true. There's, um, there's this really dirty, nasty thing you can do if you're playing golf with somebody and you really want to beat them. And that's ask you throw them. the sand in their eyes. <laughs> <laughs> you have a cup of sand. They think you're taking a drink. You kick the ball when they're not looking. <laughs> you throw sand in their eyes. If you find now it, try hitting. Step on the ball. <laughs> grind it into the grass. No, you ask them about their swing. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah, because what you're trying to do is bring their unconscious um, physical actions into their conscious brain. What time do you? At what point in your swing do you usually release your wrists? Right. Do you do you like hold your angle intentionally or or what? Get them to start thinking and go from unconscious to conscious, and it will screw them up. And if that doesn't work. Sand in the eye! Right now! Oh, God, my eyes! My eyes! Jesus, what'd you do that for? Oh, God! Armstrong and Getty. You're listening to the best of the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. This is the best of Armstrong and Getty. There's inevitable shirtless old guy. Sir, everyone around you is shirted. Everyone but you. You have a big belly, you're old, get a shirt. People don't, women don't like, in my experience, shirtless young guy. Shirtless attractive young guy. Yeah, it's they too just, much. The shirtless guy they don't like. Women don't like shirtless guys. Shirtless guy equals Uh, trying too hard guy. I'm skeptical because I saw a lot of the tweets about Brad Pitt taking his shirt off in in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes, but he started with a shirt. That's the key. He could re-shirt himself if necessary. I am surprised by shirtless guy, always. What are you trying to do? There's a surfer. Women really hate pantless guy. (laughs) Yeah, generally they call the cops, Michael. You would know better than anyone. What? What was that? There's wet, what was that? Wetsuit surfer guy in the video. There's woman in yoga pants but long sweatshirt to cover her butt. There's one woman without long sweatshirt proud of her butt. Right. Let's see. Who else do we have there? Dog there's, walking guy. There's I'm not happy with my butt and cover it. Yes. There's I'm I there there's all four. There's I I know I have an awesome butt, yes. but I'm wearing a long shirt because I don't want people looking at it. Right. And then the person you who, don't get to see it. And then the person who displays it. Right. So that's that's two interesting personality types right there. I mean that that those two exist. Both that's nice butt A and nice butt B. Yeah, the woman who knows shows doesn't show. The woman absolutely knows. Yeah. I'm I always wear long shirts or jackets because I don't want to be, that that's interesting. And then you got the other that want to display it. And then the same with, you know. Big old funky booty. Yeah, like you know, I, I don't wear half shirts, so I'm you know I'm 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 a, I'm a toad, so I'm I'm not commenting on anybody. We're not you, body shaming, certainly you're not, not. You're not happy with the way your butt looks, but there are there are the women who wear a long sweater and jacket to cover that up, and then those who say I don't care, I just don't care. Take a look at this. There he or is. Don't do whatever you want. There he is. So there's four distinct types for the buttocks. Hide your nipples, sir. Nobody wants them. And kind of the same, I guess, with the uh, topless dude, then. Uh, so yeah. there's, I think I'm good looking, so I got my shirt off. All right. Or I don't give a crap. Yeah. I almost admire shirtless guy. But don't something f- tells me, though, that it's not like a super together zen acceptance thing. Mm. It's that he's a douche. I'm just guessing by looking at him. Having done the shirtless thing a number of times in my life in various situations, um... You're not actually cooler, as in less hot, with your shirt off. No. no. So it's you're not doing it for that reason. Yeah, I was playing golf the other day, and ripped shirtless guy jogged by on one of the residential streets at the border of the course. And to a man, it was like, oh, dude, please. No, you're, you're definitely better off in some sort of Nike wicking white T-shirt than being shirtless. Oh, yeah. When you're exercising outside. Yeah. Speaking of golf. You just want people to see your nips. Years and years ago, 
I was playing two days in a row, and the second round was special to me. It was with family, so I didn't want to give it up. But day one, I got sunburned like crazy. Stupid. I just I, I wasn't wearing sunscreen or whatever. I was, I was like a lobster. But I really wanted to play day two. You're like uh, John Candy. This is a good base. This is a good base. This is a good place to start with. <laughs> what movie was that? <laughs> Which John Candy classic was that? He's laying on the beach. Was it Summer Rental? Yes. 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 Oh my so God! I was thinking Michael. vacation of some sort, but that, I knew <laughs> that wasn't it. Yeah, summer rental. Yeah, Uncle Buck was set in the winter time, as I recall. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, he does not get sunburned in that movie. No. Uh, 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 but so day two, I show up wearing all like white or off white, light colors, covered like I'm a fundamentalist Muslim. I mean, from from wrists to to ankles to shoes, broad brim hat and everything. And it was a really hot day. I've never been as cool on yep. a golf course as that day when I was completely covered. Yep. I learned that lesson when I was in Mexico. Almost died being in the heat, and my motorcycle was 122 degrees. I'd take, I take, I'd taken off everything. I was down to just I was riding shirtless, g-string around Mexico in a rural part of me. But uh, I was getting sunburned, so I stopped, and the only shirt they had was a long sleeve white shirt. I thought, geez, a long sleeve shirt in this heat. Mm. I was so much cooler wearing the long sleeve shirt. Mm. That's why your Arabs got the big flowing robes and all the clothes on. Right. They know what they're doing. Nothing underneath either. Free balling it. So the they're more, known for that. The more clothes, some uh, you know, one layer of something, way cooler. It's like, right. it's like you got a fan on you. Right. It's amazing yeah. more people do that. I see that, you know, where I live, there's a lot of, uh, you know, migrant uh, farm labor. They wear long sleeve shirts mm-hmm. all the time out there. Yep. Yep. It's a good tip. <laughs> Get less scoops taken out of you from the skin doctor later on in life, too, yeah. if you do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a yeah, good yeah. point, Sean. Yeah. Good point. Sobering note there at the end.